0: Hey guys, you are listening to the Rima Chapel podcast, which brings the message of Jesus Christ to the lost all across the globe. Today's speaker is our own pastor, Reverend Samuel donko pastor of Rima Chapel, Bielfeld, Germany. Hope you enjoy the message. So today I want to share with you our hope for the future. You know, as believers, we have hope that the rest of the world doesn't have. And sometimes in times like this, it is a good idea to talk about the hope that we have in Christ. Because the scripture says in the 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, the verse number 18, it says, well, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. We need the comfort of the Spirit of God. But we need the comfort of the word of God as well. And so we want to take a look at uh, the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. And uh, it will be a nice thing if you can turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. The verse number 14. Reading right through to the verse number 17. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. The verse number uh, 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 14, right through to 17. Hallelujah. Are you there?
1: Yes. Oh. Good. Sleep in. In, in Jesus, will God bring with him. That is 15. For this, for this, We say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are afflicted. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then. then we wish our life and remain shall be caught up together with them in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: So shall we ever be law hallelujah now let's let's just try to discuss this thing we have always been reading from scripture where the bible says what the end of days will come so what kind of time are we in right now people want to ask well let me just point out one thing to you that what we are experiencing right now in the name of this pandemic has never been experienced on this scale before never in the history of this planet has roughly 218 countries shut down their doors and restricted their people as if it is being done in concert it is one thing for one of two countries to shut down their doors, etc., for the month of March and others to do it in July, and others to do it in, in October. But for everybody to be doing it as if it is a, a, an orchestra, it hasn't happened on the planet before. So let me just remind you that this particular year, 2020, we celebrated Passover just the same as if we were Jews in Israel, we would have celebrated the Passover. Yay! Because it was a Passover under lockdown. Remember the nation of Israel, their very first Passover, it was a Passover under lockdown. Amen. They were supposed to get into their homes, get their doors closed, when they eat that meal never to go out of the door till the following month Amen. so here we are Passover 2020 and we are under lockdown so it's a unique time so then you want to ask yourself where are we in god's calendar well i can tell you one thing we are very 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 close To when the Lord will come let me make a couple of things clear when we say the second coming of the Lord sometimes you need to make a differentiation and the reason you need to make a differentiation is because when the Lord came the first time he walked this planet his feet touched the planet and he walked on the planet however according to this scripture that we have read in first Thessalonians chapter 4 the uh, verse number 14 to 17 we understand a couple of things and if you still have your Bible I want you to uh, to be looking at it so that uh, I point out certain key words to you number one we see the Lord himself in the verse number 16 the Lord himself. Meaning that the presence of the Lord, the Lord Jesus, is part of this. Number two, we see that the location is heaven. The Bible says, well, he would descend. People will only get down from a place that is higher to a place that is lower. So when you use the words descend and ascend, you are actually talking about levels. A person can only ascend when he's going higher. But when he's coming downwards, he descends. So take notice of that word, descend. And uh, we are told that the location from which the descent is being is taking place is where? Is heaven. Mind you, when we talk about heaven, we are talking about the place where the will of God is being done 24-7. Jesus taught you and I to pray and to say, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The problem with the earth is that the will of God is not being done. And the only way the will of God ever gets done in any place is if some people are praying for it to be done. So many things happen in a place where you have to actually pray before the will of God is done, many things do happen in that place where it is not the will of God at all that those things are happening. We want I want you to get that one straight. So far, are you following me? Okay, good. Then the next thing I want you to, to see also there is shout. You, you never see a shout without a voice. It is people who have the capacity to make noise who shout. Mm-hmm. So there is going to be a shout. Number two, or is it number number four? Number three, I want you to see the word archangel. You know, when you say somebody is archangel, you are talking of the person who is heading the angels. Much the same way that if you have a, a company, there is somebody who heads the company. So, the archangel is somebody who is heading the angels. Now, in scripture, we have many archangels. We have at least three of them mentioned. We have Michael being mentioned as an archangel. But we have also Gabriel being mentioned as an archangel. And guess what? One of the archangels who lost his office was called Lucifer. He lost his office. And I love that. So here we are not talking about the angel who lost his office. We are talking about those ones who are having their offices. We are not told which of these angels is the archangel being referred here. It's just that I can draw an inference. Because when the Lord is coming for his church, it's not about war. So I want to assume that it's not going to be Michael. But it's going to be Gabriel. The reason is because if you look at the activities of Gabriel through scripture, Gabriel is always an announcer. Somebody who brings news, good news. So you would call him the minister of information, heaven's minister of information. So that I want to assume that this particular archangel will be Gabriel. I may be right, I may be wrong, but based upon my present and current understanding of scripture, I believe that it is likely Gabriel who is doing this job. Then, I want you to also notice When the Bible says the trump of God, it means that there is a particular trumpet that God uses to announce major issues. And guess what? There will be an angel that will be blowing that trumpet. So when you see the word trump, it's just a a, a trumpet. So we are having, number one, the Lord. Number two, we are having the descent from heaven. Number three, we are having the shout. Number four, we are having the voice of the archangel, which I believe will be connected to the shout. And then number five, we are having the sound of the trumpet. And these things are supposed to do something. In these five elements which usher in the Lord, the Bible says the first thing that will happen is the dead in Christ shall rise first you know when you say people who are dead in christ we simply mean that people whose physical bodies is still here on earth but their spirit is not here i want to clear uh, the air with that differentiation because you know that jesus died but you know that when jesus died his spirit didn't die his spirit went about negotiating on our behalf but when he rose up against from the dead what happened to his body he took over his body so that was one tomb that was empty all the other tombs they still remain occupied but the tomb of the lord jesus christ remains empty today because his body he took it away he is one of those few individuals in history who never saw corruption when i'm saying few individuals in history i mean to say that he's not the only one remember that elijah never saw corruption as for moses we know from scripture that he saw corruption the only thing is we don't know where his body is but we also know about this guy who lived for 300 years And he was not, because God took him. Enoch. We know that Enoch too, his body never saw corruption. So the body that the man lived in while he was on earth has never tasted of corruption. This we know. Now, as for Jesus, the fact that he died and rose again means that so far as death is concerned, he's never going to die anymore. Whether Enoch will die again, or whether uh, Elijah will die, that is a subject of speculation. Though the Bible speaks of two witnesses in the Book of Revelation that the Lord will send down in the days of the Antichrist, that those individuals they will hold the whole planet spellbound. Now, how many of you know that we actually have the technology whereby, when those individuals come? The thing the scripture says that they will do, everybody in the whole world can see. Today, we are having a situation where, if anything is happening and you actually want to tune in, when you go to Facebook, you have the thing, the thing be okay. Let me let me just ask you how many of you know that you can always follow a COVID 19 live? It's just there, and the data is changing in real time as people enter it. So, actually, wherever you are, you can monitor what is going on. So, this same technology that is there today, is the technology that uh, will cause those two witnesses to be seen worldwide. And the Bible said they will preach to people. But you know what? The same world that hates the gospel today, they are not going to change. There are many, many, many people who have already taken their final decision. And so what is waiting for them is judgment from God. A lot of these people are deceiving themselves, thinking that judgment will not come, but judgment will come. Because of that, those of us who are in Christ, let us understand that there is hope for us. Because even if you were God forbid, let nobody hearing me die before their time. But if you were to finish your assignment and die according to the will of God, the moment you leave your body, your spirit will be connected to the Lord. So don't be afraid of that. The days when believers die and they go to Abraham's bosom, those days are over. When Jesus died, he went to the place where Abraham's bosom was, and Abraham and all the people with him, he took them from that place. Those of you who know what is written in the book of Luke chapter 16, talking of the rich man and Lazarus, you know that Jesus told this story at the time when uh, uh, what you would call a paradise was still active. Because at that time, the Lazarus who died, he went to paradise. The only thing that has been changed about the eternities is that hell is still the same place. So, everybody who dies as a believer today, you go to be with the Lord. Your spirit immediately goes to the Lord and you are connected to the Lord. As a matter of fact, let me say this. None of you is ever going to travel without going to book your ticket, etc., etc. Do you know that your ticket is already booked? When you are a believer, please get this right. Your ticket is booked. Your visa is booked. Your day of traveling is the only one that is not booked now. Meaning that you can start your travel ahead of when God wants you. Or you can travel when actually God wants you to. And my prayer is that all of you, you will embark on your journey when God has actually mandated for you to travel so that you don't arrive before the time allotted to you. Mm-hmm. But listen, we don't have any reason to fear because the moment we get out of the body, uh, heaven's airways, I would say, mm-hmm. and heaven's air stewards will come to come and pick you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about GPS. Because those who are coming to pick you, they know the route. You will not miss your way and land in some place you are not supposed to land. This is why God sends emissaries to come and pick you. Listen, every nation, when they want to repatriate their ambassador, they go for him. They don't leave the ambassador to come all by himself. So I want you to have this hope that if human beings can treat their earthly ambassadors that way, then God knows how to do better. That should give you hope in the midst of the situation we find ourselves in. So those of us who perchance we do not die, but we are still alive when the Lord descends, You know, the Lord is not going to descend and then uh, 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 land on the earth like he did. Because if you are watching well, you will see that in verse 17, He says that then we, who are alive and we remain, we shall be what? We shall be caught up. The Lord knows how to catch his own people. God knows how to cause a human being to travel through time and space without giving him an aircraft. And we have some of those things already recorded in Scripture. I'm sure all of you know about Philip. Philip was just the evangelist. He was not one of the twelve apostles. But guess what? That man could travel. And he could travel not the conventional way. I hear many people talking about, yeah, they want you to take a vaccine, and that if you don't have a vaccine, you cannot travel. Well, thank God. Wherever God wants me to go, vaccine or no vaccine, I can be there. Amen. Because where the Spirit of God is, God cannot be hindered in doing what he has to do. Mm-hmm. People reckon without a people who can believe God to repeat what he has done before. And that is the mistake the world system is operating. We are ahead of them, no matter what they think. If somebody wants to restrict you from going anywhere, you will be there anyway, without visa, without play, without anything. I've already read about people who have been in certain places, and God has used them to witness to those people. They got born again. They got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And guess what? After that, they are caught, and they come back. And they come as if this whole thing was a dream, but it was not. Are you listening to me? And so they come back and they are able to call back to those people. And guess what? Whatever they knew they did there, those people also know they did. So don't get me wrong. I am trying to tell you that there is no reason for us to be afraid of the present situations we find ourselves in. We are more than conquerors. We have hope in the God who saved us. So the Bible says we shall be caught up. And how we shall be caught up together with those people who were dead in Christ, we shall be caught up with them. Now, how are we going to be caught up with these people? You see, these people who, who are dead, who will rise up again, the truth of the matter is, it is only their body they are coming to claim And somebody will say, okay, how do you claim a body that was bent in the fire? How do you claim a body that was buried at sea? How do you claim a body where we don't even find a grave? How do you claim a body when in actual fact, it was like a war situation, so they were buried in a mass grave? How do you claim those bodies? Well, listen to me. God knows the very molecules that make your body, because what you and I should know is that this body, I hear that of the many genes that are in the body, only three of them are responsible for the physical body we see. That's what I heard from scientists. So, doesn't God know what your genetic code is? I believe he does. So that uh, reforming your body, commanding whatever molecules there be that were part of your body to come together is not going to be a big deal at all. According to Ezekiel 37, <laughs> when he was prophesying to the dry bones, a valley that was full of dry bones, what happened? Bone came to his bone. Then the snooze formed. And then when the snews are formed, flesh covered them. And after that, the breath came into them and they lived. Well, the breath is a spirit. So, when the Lord descends in the air, all these kinds of gathering together, bone to bone, flesh to flesh, news, etc. It will happen in a moment. And the Bible says, In the moment where it happens and they are connected back to their body again, we shall rise up together with them as if it is an orchestra playing. And then all of us shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the clouds. So you see, the Lord will be waiting in the clouds for us. And when we meet the Lord in the clouds, we shall all go to be with the Lord. So somebody will say, okay, so we are going to be with the Lord. What are we going to do? Let me say this. There is what the Bible calls the marriage supper of the Lamb. Remember Matthew 24, we've been talking about the, the foolish versions and the wise virgins. Remember? That the time will come when the marriage supper will be celebrated. And that the, the wise virgins, they have access to that wedding. Well, the truth of the matter is, the rapture actually is the physical side of it. We call this caught up. People call it the rapture. Some people say, well, the word rapture is not in the Bible. So, But then if you look at the Greek word translated caught up, that is the same thing. It means rapture. So we shall be caught up together. And once we get there, the marriage supper of the Lamb will begin. This is where the Lord is going to be connected to us. Not just spiritually like we have right now, but physically in a real union. And the Bible says that so shall we ever be with the Lord wants to be in Deutschland and his wife in China? Who wants to be in uh, Greenland and his family in, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, Lesotho? Who wants to do that? Nobody who actually values his family likes to do that. So once we are connected to the Lord, trust me, suppression one is something that is going to be part of our history. We will never be separated from the Lord anymore. Wherever the Lord Jesus will be, there we will be. And you know what? In time past, when God shows up anywhere, Lucifer then, when he had not lost his position, he was the covering angel. He covered the presence. So everywhere God manifests his presence, he is there. Do you know that there's a vacancy in heaven we are supposed to be occupying? Mm -hmm. We do not occupy it the way Lucifer does. Lucifer just covers the presence. But we are going to sit on the throne with Jesus. And that is an exciting thing. I want you to encourage one another. Because one of these days, you know, I like the song that this guy, uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, This guy that went home to be with the Lord. Any day now, we will be going home. Andre Crouch. I like his song. Because one of these days, we are going to go home. But please, I don't want you to prepare as if God doesn't want us. There's nothing for us to do here right now. I want you to prepare as if anytime the Lord says we are going home, you are going to. But I want you to understand that we are here for a reason. Amen? Amen. Can you imagine what would have happened to our world if we were not here? Do you think that the prayers we have prayed have been in vain? No. Do you think they are opening the place because they want to open? No. Some of these things are the result of the pressure we are putting in the realms of the spirit. That's why things are happening the way they are happening. And so we are here for a reason. There are still people God loves, He wants to get them saved. This is where we are, this is why we are here. And I want to encourage you that whatever we do, let us have it at the back of our minds that we are here because there are still people who belong to the family who must come in. And we will do or we must do anything in our power to help the Lord to reach them. Amen. Amen. Now, when we get to heaven. Because you see, like I told you, there are two levels of the second coming. So being caught up is the first level. When we get to heaven, how long are we going to be there? We will be there for three and a half years. Meaning that when the wedding takes place, the wedding party will last for three and a half years. Have you ever gone to any wedding where they kept the guests, the guests? who came for three and a half years just rejoicing. Have you ever seen a party like that before? So this is the the richest wedding celebration you would ever get involved in. Tell somebody close to you, don't miss it though, don't miss it. This one, don't miss it. If you miss this one, no amount of tears we shed for you will be enough. So don't miss it. So for three and a half years, we are going to be there. Celebrating, rejoicing, enjoying God. Some of you, your mansions that you, by virtue of what you are doing for God uh, right now here, and the sacrifices you are making, those sacrifices are used to build those mansions. You will have access to those mansions and you will live like a prince and a princess. That's what we are talking about. And you know, in those times, the secrets of heaven, God is going to reveal them to us. We will know God just like he knows us. We will not know in part, we will know in full. I am excited. I don't know about you, but there are questions I want to ask. Because there are so many things that have never been clear to me. And it's exciting that I'm going to find answers to them. The other side of the coin is that for the three and a half years that we are gone, you know what is going to happen on earth? You don't want to be here when the church leaves. Because when the church leaves this planet, it is not going to help you or anybody else if you are still around. Because you see, that is the time when the man they call the Antichrist. When we say somebody is Antichrist, let me explain you know that Mary, she was a normal woman like every other woman. The only thing about Mary is that she decided to maintain holiness. So she was a virgin. And uh, she didn't have some of these, you will call, genetic things in her background that the devil can use to weaken the Messiah in his assignment that's all but apart from that she was a normal human being like any of us but what happened to her the spirit of god came upon her and she gave birth to a child well the devil would try to duplicate what god has done before how many of you have heard of angels who came in to sleep with women and gave birth to children angels are spirit beings so that if angels could do that in time past What makes you think that Satan himself would not do something like that? Really, those angels who did those things, it didn't include Satan. Let me be clear on that one. Those particular angels who did those ones, the Bible says that God has put them in prison. Some of them are locked up in the river Euphrates. Some of them are locked up in Tartarus, the deeper parts of the earth. So, so, So the point is that Satan himself is not going to go the way of some of these rogue angels of his and he's going to father a child and this child would then be called the Antichrist because he's what you call um, a duplicate. He's trying to duplicate what God did. But you know, every tree is as good as the seed that produced the tree. So this person will be a very evil man. And for the three and a half years that he will be in power, it's not going to be easy. If you are around and you want to be a Christian, you have to use your head. You must donate your life because you are not going to make it without actually getting so much persecution and execution. This is the reason why To be a Christian right now and to ensure that when the trumpet sounds you make it is very important. If you are compromising today, what makes you think that when the time of the Antichrist comes, you won't compromise? So, probably, those who will be saved in those times will be people who, you know, they never really believed the gospel. And then when they realize what has happened, then they decide that whether you kill me or not, what I believe, I believe. ended. But, he will create so much trouble on the earth that there will be a lot of devastation. And then after that three and a half years, Jesus is going to come again. So you can call this one the uh, the third coming, if you like. But this time, his feet is going to touch the earth. He will touch the mountain of olives. And the Bible says that when he touches the mountain of olives, the mountain will split into two. There will be a rift valley. Very, very big cataclysmic changes, they call it, on the earth. And then he would take over the reins of government. You know, for 1,000 years, Jesus is going to reign on this earth. This old earth the so-called earth people say they want to kill other human beings because of global warming This same as jesus will rule and you know what it's going to be a very cool time because in that time thousand years nobody is going to die when somebody is old he's going to live when somebody is born is going to live there will be peace you can play with the crocodiles you can play with the lions you can play with the alligators. Which other animals are dangerous? With with anaconda, with the pythons, with the is it the is it the uh, this this spider they call uh what do you call it? The black widow. Black widow, all of them will be there, but they will never harm you. So far as you are a human being. They do not have permission to harm you. So they won't harm you. And so because of that, we will have a very, very, very good 1,000 years. I just want to stop there because after the 1,000 years, then you will be getting to when the devil will be let loose. And some of these people who have lived in the kingdom of Jesus for the 1,000 years, they would have had their chance to choose the Lord. And some of them, they will still give themselves up to deception. So, you see, the Lord doesn't want anybody to be lost. And so, all these are opportunities for people to be saved. Then there's going to be what they call the Battle of Armageddon, because when the devil is let loose, he's going to gather his people. And they are going to fight to try and take the kingdom back. And in the course of that fight, that is when now the devil will be caught and he, he will be tied up. And all those minions who are with him, the the false prophet, etc., etc. And then they are going to come before God in judgment. God will judge them. Whenever you hear me say that God will punish the devil, I am looking to that type. He will never escape. Trust me, he won't escape. There will be nowhere to escape. He will will get his punishment. And I somewhere, I will enjoy every minute of it. And if you are a believer, you should be enjoying. If there is no devil, our world would have been a very good place. So, this is where all of you have to have confidence and have hope. There is no reason to fear. Don't be afraid of anything. Though a thousand fall by your side and ten thousand by your right hand, it shall not touch you. However, if you are not born again, this is the time for you to get born again. And in case somebody is watching us on Facebook, please listen carefully. Jesus will come for people who are his own. This is the time for you to say, Jesus, I want to be part of your family. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. Make me a child of God. It's that simple. Salvation is not complicated. It is that you yourself have the ability in your mouth to either accept Jesus or reject him. And if you decide to accept him, he will receive you. If you decide to reject him, you'll be on your own. But one thing is clear. Nobody who is carrying his sin will ever be able to see the Lord. Because without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. So I want to encourage you. Jesus is the key to holiness, the key to righteousness, the key to faithfulness. And the key to everything that is good with jesus in your boat no matter the storm you will always get to your destination shall we please bow down our heads and pray thank you for taking our time to tune in for more information on our services visit our website www.wemachapu.org you can also join us for a weekly conference course on thursdays more details on our website also make sure to check our Facebook, Instagram and YouTube platforms.